What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation Post Game Show. I'm your host, Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. And you are home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. Please drink responsibly. Thanks for rocking with us after the Dodgers beat the Rockies to complete the sweep. They win by a final score of 8-3. to three. The Dodgers continue to pull away in the NL West. The Giants did escape with a win today, but the Dodgers, they improved to 71-46 on the year. That's a 607 win percentage. They're on pace to win 9 98 games. They're up eight and a half games on the San Francisco Giants in the NL West. And today the big story was Julio Urias. He was outstanding. He punched out a career high, a season, a tied a career high with 12 strikeouts today. But this Dodgers team, they finish a perfect week. They go 7-0. They increase their winning streak to eight games. They won eight of nine over, over the Rockies this year. They're 30-9 against the Rockies since 2019. This Dodgers team continues to click. You're getting clutch base hits. We'll talk about Miguel Rojas. He was big today, had four RBI. You saw what they were able to get from the bullpen, who continues to be outstanding. This team is really clicking. They take care of business against a bad team, but lots to get into because it wasn't all great this weekend because we got word of an injury for Joe Kelly, who's placed on the IL. So we have an update on that that we'll talk about in just a second here. But first, let me know where you represent Dodgers Nation from. I want to see some cities. we got to bring that back. Let me know down below. Also, I'm looking for that Hornitos comment of the game. If I get that, you're going to see one of these. You win. Perfect. And, of course, we have to throw out our Dodgers dog of the game. Which Dodger had the most dog in him today? I'm going to go Julio Urias. you got to go Julio for this one, but here we go. Dodger dog of the game. If I see any fire takes, you know, I love the hot takes, the spicier, the better. It can be something just way out of left field, but the spicier, the hot take, the better. You're going to see one of these. Fire take. Also, you know, I love me some smack talk. That's what we do here. If you guys bring any good smack talk, you're going to see one of these. Anything out of pocket, you're going to see one of these. Bruh. But let's get into the comments here. We're going to break down this game. A great weekend for this Dodgers team. They sweep the Colorado Rockies for the first time. They did a four-game sweep over Colorado since 2016. You might remember that series. That was the series that was Vin Scully's last at Dodger Stadium. Charlie Culberson, he had the walk-off shot there. A perfect weekend and a perfect week and weekend for this Dodgers team. Honoring the great Fernando Valenzuela, who got his number 34 retired a little late. But hey, Better late than never. It was a great weekend at Dodger Stadium. You got Fernando's jersey on Friday at the bobblehead Saturday. Today you got the ring and this Dodger team since June 20th. They're 32 and 13. That's the best record in Major League Baseball, averaging over six runs per game, 6.2. That's second, a 374 ERA. That's fifth. So we got our big takeaways. Julio was the story today. We have to start with Julio Urias. Give me your grade for Julio because really there's no knocks on his outing as far as as I'm concerned, I think it was another strong start for Julio. He ends up going seven innings, allowed three earned runs, four hits, 12 strikeouts, tied a career high, no walks, had a season-high 22 whiffs. So, yeah, he matched a career high of 12 punch-outs that he set back on June 26, 2021 against the Cubs. You might remember that game. It was Cody Bellinger's first walk-off of the season. But, yeah, let's get into your comments and we'll continue to talk Julio Urias because, to me, that is the biggest takeaway. Julio 
Julio Urias is pitching like a frontline starter again. The Urias is back, and I can't tell you or emphasize enough how important that is for this team's success because this team is not going to win the World Series unless Clayton Kershaw and Julio Urias are having strong performances, that they're pitching up to their capabilities. That, to me, is the biggest development of late. Yeah, Kike's been really nice. Ahmed Rosario, he comes through today. He's been nice. Lance Lynn, he's been outstanding. And Joe Kelly, he was good before. He went on the IL. Ryan Yarbrough, the additions definitely have helped. But the number one thing for this team is the guys in the front of that rotation, Julio Urias and Clayton Kershaw. They have to pitch up to their standards for this team to have a realistic chance of winning the Fall Classic. And we're seeing it from both of them. Kirsch, first start back. He looked really good. Didn't have the best feel for that slider, but he was still really, really solid. And he was on a little bit of a pitch count. I think he's going to be really good down the stretch. And Julio Urias, he was fantastic today. The confidence is back. The balance is back. You're seeing him go all that momentum going home to the plate. You're seeing that impact him on the changeup. And I think Julio was fantastic. Like I said, we're going to break down his outing a little more in depth here. But I want to get all your comments. You got finally more sweeps. That's from BC. We got Yo from Justin Kim 2000. LFG from Otani is a Dodger. Hello, DMAC from La Puente. Robert Loya, my dad actually born and raised in La Puente. So shout out to La Puente. Uh, conservative Zach, sweep him, baby. Eight straight wins. Appreciate you, Doug. I appreciate you, Camille. Rocking with us here on the Dodgers Nation postgame show. By the way, if you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. Let's see if we can get this to 300 likes. 300 likes for Julio Arias. Like I said, we got the big Mookie Betts giveaway. The more likes, the more clicks, the more big giveaways. And we're not giving away the cheap stuff. Some channels give away a giveaway bobblehead, right? No, we're giving away the authentic jersey that Mookie Betts wears on the field. Costs over $340. But here we go. We got uh, LFG Dodgers from Krona. We had 21 Eric underscore LA. I just left the game. It was awesome. Let's go Dodgers from Jason Dime. That's my first Jorronito's comment of the game. Can never get enough of let's go Dodgers. I appreciate you, man. You roll right back at your Sunday sweep. That's from eight. How about that? Two consecutive Sunday wins. This Dodgers team had lost like 14 straight on Sundays. They didn't have a prayer on Sunday, and you get back-to-back. -back. So you're feeling good about their success on Sundays. Blue Heaven from 713. Rod Wells. Julio Slurved tamed the Rockies LFG. Yeah, you saw him working it down in the zone. You saw him inside on right-handed hitters, and I think that was really a big difference maker. That, the four-seam fastball. You know what the interesting thing about Julio's start today is the velocity on the four-seam fastball down 0.5 miles per hour. It topped out at 94.1 miles per hour. He averaged 92.2 miles per hour. But really, it's another reminder that it's not about the velo for Julio Urias. Look, it's about location. It's about command. Look, pitching is like real estate. It's location, location, location. And you saw today he benefited from that. I mean, it was the longest outing since he returned from the injured list. Like I said, he ends up allowing three earned runs on four hits, went seven innings, tied a career high with 12 punch outs, 22 whiffs, a season high, no walks. Those three runs, those are the first that he allowed this month. So he came into this start having 14 consecutive scoreless innings, had a 14, 14 inning scoreless streak heading into this game. And then after the Trejo home run, 
he retired the final 10 batters he faced. So he was outstanding. He lasted seven innings for the first time since May 13th. And he's the first Dodgers pitcher to strike out double digits and have no walks this season. So really, it was one of the best starts for the Dodgers all year. That hadn't been done since Tyler Anderson did it last October against the Rockies. So, yeah, he's been outstanding. Like I said, last four starts for Julio Urias, a 2.25 ERA, 27 punchouts, 24 innings of work. So he's been great. Just four walks in that stretch, too. So this is a guy that is putting himself in a great position to get a big payday. But more importantly for this team, you're locking up those game one and game two starters with Kirsch and Julio. Because, look, if Julio struggled like he did earlier in the year and he was looking like Julio Urias, he was giving up four home runs in an inning like we saw against the Cardinals. First Dodger to do that since 1954 when Ben Wade did it. Then you're going to start to have that conversation. What is his role in the postseason? But that is not the case. He's looking like the Urias once again. He was absolutely outstanding. So he's allowed three or fewer runs in six of his last seven starts. That is the Julio Urias that we know and love. That is the Urias out there attacking hitters. We're going to break down inning by inning his start in just a second here. But let's do some comments and we'll get into that. Do you think we'll sweep Milwaukee? Carlos Gonzalez. Look, this team is hot right now, right? This team is winning in a myriad of different ways. I spoke to Dodgers third base coach Dino Ebel yesterday, and we talked about it. This team has more clubs in its bag, right? You don't have to outslug every single day. That, we know, is their recipe for success. You know that I love to say to if you want the dub, you've got to slug, but also, if you want the dub, you've got to shove. And today, they had a pitcher in Julio Urias who had 12 punch outs and no walks and absolutely shoved it down the Rockies' throat. So, you can win in different ways. The bullpen the quality starts, that is what we're starting to see with this team once again. So, yeah, I mean, this Dodgers team continues to impress and, like I said, I mean, you're seeing a team that's, I mean, they've, they've gone 12-1 and won their last 13 games, right? This team is hotter than the Devil's Armpit right now, and I think that momentum is going to carry over. I mean, look at this Dodgers box score today. You'll see success up and down this line. You're seeing consistency from the bottom of the order. James Altman has been one of the best hitters after the All-Star break in the entire sport leads in OPS. And look at this Dodgers box score. I mean, every single Dodgers hitter today, save for Jason Hayward, who drew a walk, and Freddie Freeman, who went 0 for 4 at the walk, they got hits today. Mookie goes 2 for 5. He ends up with that double. Freddie Freeman goes 0 for 4. Will Smith goes 1 for 4. Ahmed Rosario, who continues to rake. Ahmed Rosario has been raking with the Dodgers. He goes 2 for 3 today. Muncie 1 for 3. Taylor 1 for 2. Had the big stolen bases that led to another run late in the 8th inning there. Altman 1 for 4. And Rojas, he goes 1 for 2. So this Dodgers offense from top to bottom, they've been getting it done. 5 for 13 this series, uh, this today with runners in scoring position, six men left on base. So really clutch hitting was there today, but here we go. We got uh, Giants got lucky and won in extras. Yeah, I was watching that Roy Estrada. I wasn't happy about that. I thought that you were looking at a possible nine and a half game lead. Now, look, I said on the Friday show on Blue Heaven, look, I feel like this is, if this is an election, we're all tuning in late at night. We can call this election, right? This division is going to be won by the Dodgers. You can clip this. You can save it on your hard drive. You can put it on any social media account. 
anytime you want. I'm not jinxing the Dodgers, okay? The Dodgers are going to win the NL West. Death, taxes, and win the National League West. That is what this franchise does. But Julio 12K, bro, Julio took that home run from Alan Trejo personally. That's a great take. That's a fire take fire from change. conservative Zach. And yeah, like I said earlier in the show, after that, it was lights out. I mean, after the Trejo home run, he retired the final 10 batters that he had faced. So, yeah, he was outstanding. The Dodgers getting quality starts once again. The Dodgers going out there and leaning on their pitching. And then when the offense comes through, the offense comes through. So, yeah, I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, Julio was just an absolute man on a mission today. You saw six of those strikeouts came via the four-seam fastball. He was changing eye levels. He was freezing hitters. He was slowing them down to speed them up, had them looking at strike three, got four off that changeup. And that really is another one of the biggest developments that you saw today was the effectiveness of that changeup, keeping hitters off balance. And he got four strikeouts via that changeup. And heading into today, opponents – hitting over 300 on that changeup and last four starts under 200. So that really has been a big issue for Julio is trying to keep hitters off balance and go to those money pitches that have been so effective for him for so many years. So that's definitely a major, major key to his success. And you saw the Trejo home run. That was a changeup that he left middle of the zone. So that's a pitch that you really have to just keep your eyes on because if he's effective with that pitch, he's going to be effective on the mound. But easy W from Juice Narrows. We got best thing to happen today. Julio, that's from Maddie Man Dodge. Sub D Mac. Julio was on fire. He was on fire. Neil Cortez. Craig Osterberg. Londale. What up, Craig? We got Whittier in the house from Captain Bejo. Oxnard from Cesar. We got Jason Diamond from Northridge. We got Whittier from Ron Fig. Mara Vista. Camille Harris. We got Moore Park. Paul G. Edward checking in. Rojas was the man. Yeah, Edward Ramos. Gotta give Miguel Rojas. That's another big takeaway. That's really my third big takeaway. So the first big takeaway today, of course, Julio is pitching like a frontline starter again. We've already established how important that is for this team's success, and he checked off another box, had a fantastic start, career high in punch outs. Dodgers bullpen, they've been lights out of late, too. That was my second big takeaway. 16 straight scoreless innings for this Dodgers bullpen. Just five runs scored, five earned runs allowed this series in their four-game sweep over the Rockies. But third is Miguel Rojas. He had his biggest day at the plate of the year. I mean, he goes one for two, had four RBI, had two sack flies, and he really changed the game when the Dodgers needed them to. They're in the bottom of the there in the uh, bottom of the fourth inning. So bottom of the fourth inning, he comes up big, big situation for him, and he comes through. So bottom of the fourth, he has the big home run. So let's really start there, and let's start right at the top of the first. So Julio, he struck out Tovar swinging fastball up in the zone. First out, then gets Profar to ground his short for the second out, and he gets Rogers swinging with the changeup up in the zone for the third out. So there's that changeup. He had the field for it early, got the swing and miss. So one, two, three first for Julio and then jump to the top of the second Austin wins one out double just let that one out over the plate and that has really been the biggest difference between Julio is you're seeing less mistakes and that was really the issue because he was dealing with a lower body injury he had the hamstring he just didn't have that balance he wasn't throwing all that momentum towards the mound you weren't seeing the repeatable mechanics that we've seen for so many years and I think that's really the big key you're seeing that with him and and the top of the the second there with the
stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Or top of the second, you got the uh, the Diaz single to right, and then Jones he fouled to third. Then he struck out Treo with the four seam fast, and they got Montero to pop to short. So yeah, I mean started the game strong, really commanding the zone, and then jumped there to the bottom of the second inning. 1-1 to Will Smitty, doubles off the wall, one-out double for Smitty, down and in, just dropped the barrel on the bat. The next batter, Ahmed Rosario. How much you guys love it, Ahmed Rosario? Because I'm loving me some Ahmed Rosario. I like it kind of skips around the bases there. He's got that speed. This guy can absolutely rig. Hashtag Rosario rakes. But in that inning with Smith, after getting that double, one out first pitch. He just pokes it right into right field. Calhoun, he doesn't field it cleanly. He bobbles it. Smith comes around to score to put the Dodgers back up on top. Three to two there. And, yeah, I mean, that was that was so massive because, look, you're talking about just coming back, getting those innings up, and really establishing this offense once again. Because I think that's another thing with Julio. You know that he likes to pitch the lead. You want to put these pitchers in great positions. And I think this offense, getting those contributions from Ahmed Rosario, it's been absolutely huge. we got a great game, Dodgers, from Diane Alexander. Not really impressed by Julio. He was facing scrubs. That's from Michael Carrillo over on YouTube. But, yeah, I mean, I gave you his numbers his last four starts. He's been good longer than that. So I don't necessarily think that, it's that big of a deal. I mean, I think that today, yeah, I mean, look, they're still big leaguers. Sure. Are they one of the worst teams in the league? There's no question about it, but they did what they were supposed to do, right? They went out there and they took care of business. So you really can't ask for more than that, but I'm not too upset about it. I think the Dodgers went out there and offensively performed. Julio performed and Yeah. I mean, Kyle Freeland, they took care of him as well. So yeah, I mean, you got the Rosario there, bottom of the second, leadoff double to left, and then Kike, he lined to right. Then Muncie, he singled to score Rosario. That made it one nothing Dodgers. Then Chris Taylor, he drew the walk. Then Altman, another base hit for Altman. He gets the base hit. Then Rojas, he popped out to to second, then Muncy ends up scoring there in that situation. That put up the Dodgers 2-0, so Dodgers get two runs on three hits there. So, yeah, I mean, you're feeling good about that early on. Then top of the third inning, that was where Julio had a little bit of trouble there. Top of the third, he got the, the Rosario end up uh, top of the third inning. Sorry, I lost you guys in the comments here. I got A for A minus for Jason Diamond, A for Conservative Zach, B plus plus for Kevin Montano. We got Maryland Fratball, Will Smith picking it up. Yeah, he has been a lot better of late. He looks a little more fresh. Doom underscore Sal gives us an A, B plus from Paul Ringgold, A for Julio from Roy Estrada, A from Robert Prado, and A DK. What up, D Mac Gonson? Look mid in the last game, and right now I still don't see him getting a spot in the postseason. Yeah, I mean I said that yesterday on Twitter, where you look at the results, you're feeling okay about the results because you, you saw the numbers against the A's. Gaves up one run. You saw the numbers yesterday. You feel okay about it, and the strikeout numbers were decent, but I am with you. I mean, he had a lot of missed pitches that they weren't taking advantage of. Yesterday, he did go six innings, though. I mean, he allowed one run and six innings of work, so the results were there. Expected numbers weren't fantastic, but they weren't terrible, but we're getting free Jumbo Jacks. That's from Cheese Man, I guess, over on YouTube. A++ for the who for, for the Jules Ace? Okay, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> a dog of the game 
name, Julio Rojas. I like you. Can buy their name. Urias is back, baby, from conservative Zach. We need him. That's from Kevin Montano. Urias is finally back. Let's go Dodgers from France. Best show ever. Thanks so much. Orb rocking with us all the way from France. Como vous? There we go. We got uh, Sundays hold no power over us anymore. That's a fire take. That's a comment of the game. Brian, hogwatch is history. Why are we saying that? We're having a hogwatch, man. Melt down over the win. Padres. What Perfect. happened? I missed something. Hopefully, he's doing okay, man. He was actually pushing for them to sell. Looks like they're not going to be sellers. It's too late for that. But yeah, it's the Padres. I never believed in them. I laugh. I chuckle. I get a great chuckle every time I look back. And you guys know that beginning of the season, I said it then. I said it now that, hey, <laughs> this Dodgers team was going to be better than the Padres because LA has the formula to win in the regular season. And this that Padres team, they're like the Murphy's Law of baseball franchise they're the clippers of major league baseball right what can go wrong will go wrong there's a reason why they've been to like the postseason seven times in the last 55 years so yeah i was never high on the padres i just thought yeah they're very top heavy didn't have the depth on the margins and if they had an injury and look fernando tatis jr unless he gets ringworm again and gets that prescription i don't think he's as great of a player as people think he is but I think he's really good, but I don't think he's a superstar. We got, uh, we're not peaking. This is us. What up, DMAC Irvine here? What up, Nick Morris over on YouTube? Thanks for rocking with us. Sinaloa from Mont 8 Carlo. Thank you for rocking with us. Appreciate you. Mod, uh, Padres podcast is hiding from Roy Estrada. Ryan Montas. What's up, Doug? Ryan, Mo Ryan here. What a game. Great game. Jonah. What up, DMAC? I'm out here in Slum Diego. Loving, at, loving life at the bat scream. Let's go. You know you're going to get one of these. Finish him. DKM, take a hike, Seth Lugo. The only reason you are making excuses is because we hit you on, we hit you eight times so enough winning, whining, and play the game. I don't know what that even said, but I'll give you a fire tip. Uh, go La Puente. We got, uh, I am from La Puente, from Edward Ramos. We got El Monte in the house, B++++. One plus for each strikeout, DMAC. I love that one, Michael Negretti over there on YouTube. That's a fire take. I uh, wish he did have off tomorrow from BC. Hey, they've earned this day off, right? You go 7-0 in the week. You're you're feeling pretty good about the week you had. I think they deserved this one. But, yeah, you want to carry on this momentum. And also with the injuries to the bullpen pieces, yeah, Yancey Almonte on the IL. You have Joe Kelly on the IL, who Dave Roberts recently said was a part of the tree of trust. And we have an update on Joe Kelly. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But, yeah, no, I agree with you for sure that you would want to carry on this momentum. But this team played 13 straight games. And they came out there with an eight-and-a-half game lead in the National League West. So you have to feel pretty good about where you are as a team. So, yeah, I mean, look at the top of the third inning. That's where Julio gave that one run there after Cole Tucker. He singled to right, scoring Austin wins, who doubled to left earlier in the inning. So they get the run there. It's to two-to-one game heading into the fourth. And then you go to the bottom of the third inning. We're going to kind of pick up where we left off with Miguel Rojas and Rosario. So Rosario... He's a guy who just continues to perform for this team. You go to the to see him at the plate. This guy against lefties is dynamite, but it's not just against lefties. He brings speed on the base paths. But that inning, Muncie flies to center, and then Hernandez he flies to, and then uh, Freeman flied out. So we kind of going back here. So Freeman he flies out to start the game. By the way, how wild is that? Only Freddie Freeman does get a base hit of all players today, and then Will Smith. 
1-1 count. He doubles to left. And next batter, Ahmed Rosario, first pitch swing it. He singled to right to score. Smith to make it 3-1 Dodgers. Then Kike, he flied to center for the second out. Then Muncie, he flied to center to end the inning. So they get, two, they get one run on two hits there. Then you had the one error on Cole Tucker that allowed Smith to score, but getting back on top in that one. And then you jump to the top of the fourth inning where Julio had some trouble. He ends up hitting Rodgers to start the inning. And he just missed with the, with the four-seam fastball up and in. Next batter, he gets Diaz to ground to a fielder's choice to third. Then he strikes out Jones on three pitches. Four-seam fastball challenging him middle of the plate. That's when you see Julio pitching with confidence, when he has that spin. And it's not about the velocity. You can't focus on the velo for Julio. He's not velo-reliant like a lot of pitchers in this league because he has elite spin, also has elite secondary pitches, and the ability to work all different quadrants of the strike zone and change eye levels to keep hitters off balance. But he ends up striking out Jones for the second out, but with the runner on first, Trejo at the plate, 0-1 pitch. He hangs that changeup, and he hits it out, goes for a two-run shot. That ties things up at three, and he comes back to get Montero to ground to the pitcher. And I don't know who said it earlier, but I think they made a great point. Julio took that home run personally. You saw him. I don't know what he said, but it was something very upset. He was very upset. He was very annoyed that he gave that home run and you know that he was going to ball out for the rest of the game and he absolutely shoved a little before that but mainly after that now you jump to bottom of the fourth inning Dodgers, they come right back. So Chris Taylor, he grounded short for the first out. Outman, he flies to right and then Miguel Rojas 3-2 count boom hits a bomb to left center and he hits his second home run in the last 12 games that puts the Dodgers back on top four to three and you can't I mean how happy are you guys for Miguel Rojas a guy that continues to play elite defense above average defense in a year where you want an above average glove for a shortstop right and if you can just get the occasional home run occasional base hit you're feeling good about what he does when you consider all the other offensive weapons that this team has and Rojas he hits one out right there Great at bat, his second home run in 12 games. And the Dodgers, they go back on top, 4-3. to three, And the next batter, Mookie, he strikes out swing. But how about Miggy Rojas there? And then Julio just went on to shove. Top of the fifth inning, he strikes out Doyle. Fastball inside, really nice finish on it. Next batter wins. He punches him out, gets him to chase a changeup down the zone. And the next batter, 0-2 to Trejo, he gets him swinging. So he strikes out the side in the fifth, then jumped to the sixth. Starting a little frustrated with the those misses right there, but he bounces right back and gets the big punch outs. And he was the sixth Dodger. And like I said, you saw that bat there to Cole Tucker, 2-2. He couldn't hold up on the four straight strikeout, eighth for the game, season-high 16 swing and misses at that point. So he already eclipsed that. And like I said, look at that at-bat right there. Look at the sequencing. He gets him with the changeup. And that is something that you want to look for in the future when you're watching Hulu Arias. Watch those changeups. If he's effective with the change, he is going to have a good start. And heading into today, opponents reading 350 off that changeup. Over the last month, they're hitting 192. So you're starting to see that start to return to career norms. And that's why he started to look like the Urias, the Hulu Urias that has established himself as one of the best pitchers in the sport. But here, let's go back to, and then we got the, then the one-two pitch to net next batter. 
he ends up uh actually let's go back to the comment section here miguel rojas just looks so alive yeah he looks like he's having a great time and i think that having rosario having kike man there's a flavor man there's a vibe in that dugout it's not like it's stale like it was in years past let's just be honest man let's call it what it is right so these guys i mean i definitely think it's a little livelier especially the dog days of august i think this team benefits from that so i agree with you wholeheartedly on that point right there i think this team needed a boost of life a injection of that energy you're definitely seeing that but next batter rogers at the plate two two count another punch out via that changeup. then diaz one two count fastball up in the zone he gets him swinging so he strikes out the side once again there in the sixth inning and he's absolutely on fire at that point. I could hear the NBA Jam voice going, he's on fire. But yeah, I mean, he was outstanding. I mean, he was really just dominating hitters. And that's the Julio Arias that we know and love. But here's go back in the comment section. We got uh, Rosario only hits miss piss missiles. Yeah, Seth Gribble. I was thinking that yesterday when he hit one out. I mean, that left in a hurry. I agree with you. He hits the ball hard. That's why you look at his expected numbers. And that's what they loved about him. But ever since I got back to living right, we've been on Sundays. Uh, Jim Griffey Jr. Ever since I got back to living right, we've been winning on Sundays again. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, bro, of course the Giants won. It's okay. My Phil's going to get them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the Giants, not worried about them at all. Lance Lynn has stabilized the starting rotation from Mr. Handle 203. I agree with you. I mean, he's just been huge. I mean, his ability to go deep into games, pitch with confidence. He's a veteran. This is someone that had a 16 strikeout game earlier in the year. This is someone that has had a lot of success in this league. I'm not surprised. You guys know that before they traded for Lance Lynn. I was telling you guys, I would have to take, I was the only person out there. I guarantee I was the only person that was a Dodger fan that was saying that I would take Lance Lynn over Lucas Giolito because if you looked at his expected numbers. If you look at his swing and miss, his strikeout stuff, this is someone that was going to be better than Giolito, and he has. I never believed in Giolito. I've never been a big Giolito guy, right? Lance Lynn, though, is someone, and the big reason for that, though, was how much Lynn was going to cost versus Giolito, right? There, where their stocks were at that particular time. But yeah, Talked to Lance Lynn a few days ago. He's so happy to, happy to be in Los Angeles with this team, a team that has World Series aspirations with these coaches, with this veteran group. We know how toxic it was in Chicago with that White Sox organization. But am I good with y'all? Absolutely. You can always rock with us, man. We appreciate you, man. Uh, well, that is from all around Lacey 127. Yeah, be sure to subscribe, man. Uh, wasn't this supposed to be a down year for the Dodgers? Exactly, Alyssa. That's a comment of the game for sure. The Rockies only hit one home run on the first pitch, but they got lucky because they might suck, but I think they are even try, even try, I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm reading here. <laughs> Uh, DMAC, check your, bo uh, your boy Hog. Padres lost again. Rod Wells. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd be, probably be numb to it at this point. It's the Padres. How could you be surprised? It's the Padres, man. I really think I'm just going to convert him to being a Dodgers fan. What do you guys think about that? Rojas is taking it personally. I agree with you on that. $10 from Blue702. Appreciate you for the super chat. It's a comment of the game. Kudos to Roberts for letting the starters go into the center lately for the Otani fund. Exactly. I think Dave Roberts has done a really nice job lately as far as managing these pitchers, letting them go deeper in the games, even the rookies with Bobby Miller, even Tony Gonson going into the six. So, yeah, I mean – they know at this point that you really have to reduce the wear and tear on the relievers. Right now, the Dodgers relievers have pitched the eighth most innings in Major League Baseball for this season. So at some point, you got to keep them fresh as possible. You need to leave some tread on the tires for the postseason. We got 
Diane Schroeder. Hello, Dodgers Nation. What up, Diane Schroeder? Always rocking with us. You get a comment of the game. No matter what, my friend. Oh, my Puerto Benito. Did you say pro fart instead of pro? <laughs> Mr. Seabad, you're going to get a bro for that one. Here we go. I'm sensing some competitiveness Bruh. between Rojas, Rosario, and Kike. Look, I mean, they all have their own roles, right? Rojas is someone, he's a defensive specialist that if he gets hits, it's icing on the kick. Let's not forget, the pitcher isn't batting anymore, right? You already have eight guys in the lineup that really should manufacture your offense for you. Yes, in a perfect world, all nine guys contribute. And today, outside of Freddie Freeman and Jason Hayward, who pinch hit for Ahmed Rosario, everyone did get a base hit. But yeah, this offense has enough talent to carry you, and you can use that great defense at the shortstop position. Kike, he needs to improve the defense a little bit. It still has been grading out pretty decently, but you've seen the errors today. The throw wasn't there on the turn double play so that's something that you want to consider as well as defensively kind of get back into the rhythm but offensively he's been an absolute beast he's been remarkable and I think for Rosario he looks comfortable as well so I think they're all producing in different ways but I think defensively Rosario and Kike are nowhere near the level that Rojas is and then literally vice versa I mean Rojas yeah he had a good day today I mean today at four RBI he had 16 RBI heading into this game on the season. So offensively, as much as I love Miguel Rojas, and trust me, I do, offensively, he is one of the least productive bats in all of Major League Baseball. But like I said, what he does for this team defensively, I mean, having a glove for a shortstop with the restricted shift, with the ban, with the soft ban really on the shift, I think it really is something that this team needs. And I would not want it any other way right now. I mean, Mookie Betts, like I said earlier in the year, it's fun at shortstop. It's great to see him at second base. It's great to see him engage, but he's the best defensive right fielder, and you don't want to play your best defensive player out of position. That doesn't increase your chances of winning. But we got Ahmed Rosario is quietly putting in work from Neo Cortez. Absolutely. Definitely loving Rosario. That's from Diane Schroeder. Let's jump back down here. We got more Freddie is slumping. We got the Bob Nightingale Dodgers about to, to triple the Padres' longest winning streak. That's a fire take. Fire take. My friend Bob Nightingale over there. Uh, Paul Gutierrez, all Dodgers trade pickups have been contributing. Absolutely, Paul. Could not have said it any better myself. Only concern is the injury to Joe Kelly. So that is something that I'm definitely concerned about. We're going to touch on that in a little bit. But, yeah, we'll just jump to bottom of the sixth inning. Leadoff base hit for Kike Hernandez. And then Muncie, he draws a walk to give the Dodgers runners on first and second with no outs. And then first pitch, broken bat, teardrop there by Chris Taylor. Goes right beyond the pitcher's mound. Everyone moves up 90 feet. A little... Base hit really just falls in there. I mean, just one of the weirdest ways to reach base, but he's able to find it. And we all know barrels are overrated. There's a great example right there. The next batter, James Adam with the bases loaded. His 417 with bases loaded this season has two grand slams on the year. The one in Chicago and the one to put the Dodgers up against the Twins in the day game earlier. But 3-1 backdoor slider. Could have been ball four. Then on the three, two, he fouls off the fastball on the glove. Four strike three for the first out. And the next batter, Miguel Rojas, the aforementioned Miguel Rojas. A lot of Miggy Row love on today's show. He hits a sack fly to center to score Kike Hernandez to make it five to three Dodgers. Fastball away, fastball in, covering both sides of the plate there. Three, two slider, though. He puts a good swing on it, does enough to get the run in, gets a sack fly. So another RBI there for Miguel Rojas. And then next batter, 2-0. Two outs, runners on the corners. Mookie splits the gap in left center to score two more to make it 7-3 Dodgers. Big hit for Mookie. Had a great sound to it. Just an absolute 
great piece of hitting in that situation. It was really with his first base his last couple days. was dealing with a stomach issue, so it's really good to see him feeling good. And the next batter, and then top of the seventh inning, Julio's back out. There's jump to that. One-two pitch to Jones. He strikes him out looking for his seventh straight strikeout, 11th of the game. Dodgers... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. He was the first Dodger to strike out seven consecutive hitters in more than two years. Kershaw did it in June of 2021 against the Texas Rangers. And next batter, Treo, he lined his center on the first pitch for the second out. And next batter, 2-2 to Montero. He punches him out with a fastball for his 12th of the afternoon to cap off an incredible afternoon. Julio's best start of the year, like I said earlier, Julio Urias, I still feel like on his best day, is a top 10, 15, 20 pitcher in this league. He'll have a start where he's looking like he's a top 10 guy. So I still think he absolutely has that. And I think that we're going to see that in the postseason. And the Dodgers, they add another run there in the bottom of the eighth. Chris Taylor, leadoff walk, Outman strikeout, and Taylor steals second and third. And Rojas, 3-2 pitch, uh, hits, gets another sack fly to put the Dodgers up 8-3. to three. Then Mookie, 1-2 count. He's singled to left. And yeah, I mean, that was it. But still, another run there. 8-3 lead. You're feeling good about that. And how about Chris Taylor and this Dodgers team continuing to steal more bases? They were ranked 20th a couple days ago with 73. But I talked to Dino Ebel, the Dodgers' third base coach, and he says he loves how this can put more pressure on the defense, and it's something that they're going to continue to utilize. So that's all they needed. Julio pitched so well today. The changeup was back. The fastball command was back. Changing eye levels, working up in the zone, down in the zone getting hitters to chase that changeup bottom of the zone. So you saw that all throughout the day. Even the, the slurve there, catching corners and getting big punch out. So he was outstanding. But let, now let's talk about Joe Kelly, because that's really kind of the big news today. Let's do, let's do like 30 comments, and we'll do some Joe Kelly. But uh, when are my Phillies ever going to learn to be like you guys from uh, – all around Lacey 127. Let's go down here. Uh, Carson Kelly just DFA'd today. Let's sign him. That's from Daryl Pine. Decan Padres are done. Might as well hire some monitors. DMAC, at least try to give the losers a. I don't even know what you're saying, man. You say some wild stuff. I should probably read these before I read them. A little anger man action here. Nando 390 said Lugo will say the Diamondbacks were stealing signs. That's a fire take. Go. You can't spell Lugo without a capital L. Take that L, said Lugo. Uh, what up, Dodgers family? Padres. Who? Biggest joke of the offseason. That's from Junior over on YouTube. 7 a week. I did not realize that. LOL. That's from Conservative Zach. What happened to Joe Kelly? Anyone know? We're going to get into that right now. Scab Star, what's up, DMAC? Out school shopping with the kids. Missed the game. Can I get to finish him? Absolutely, you get to finish him. Finish him. Because, hey, that should go to the Padres. That should go to Seth Lugo. That should go to the Rockies for their franchise, trading with your best player in Arenado a few years ago. We got the Brewers have won four in a row. Battle of two hot teams next series. Yes, yeah, Sam Vasquez. They're always two of the better teams in the National League. I expect this Dodger team to have a lot of success, though. That's Sinaloa Slide. Oh, that's a, a list from Manny Fernandez over on YouTube. That Sinaloan Slider. There you go. I like that. 
Fire take. Are the Mets even a major league team anymore? They are already down 3-0 to the Braves in the first inning. Maddie Man Dodge. Yeah, that is not pretty in New York. Hey, man, D-Mac. What up, James? I like this team more than the 22 team. That's from Sam Cook. Yeah, I agree with you. This team is... Inf infinitely more interesting. This team, when you look at the cast of characters, when you look at the rookies, I mean, we've had so many rookie debuts, so many rookie contributors from Bobby Miller to James Altman being the top two. Two, you're still getting prime Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Will Smith made his first all-star team. Max Muncy having a big bounce back year. A guy that's going to hit over 30 home runs. Chris Taylor having a bounce back year. You got nice Joe Kelly back, Kike Hernandez back. You got those warm and fuzzy feelings from that. You got Ahmed Rosario and Lance Lynn. You got Ryan Yarbrough, who you're still getting acquainted with that I think is going to be big but yeah i agree with you 100 i think this year this just feels like a more uh, the chemist also can't can't leave out jason hayward i feel like the chemistry on this team is just so much better than it was last year and i think these guys i can tell you from just being in that clubhouse these guys they go to their functions man they go to their charity events they go to each other's houses and hang out on off days there's real chemistry real friendship you guys know those co-workers that you're cool as long as you're on the clock and then the minute you're off the clock it's i go this way you go that way then you got those co-workers you become friends with guys you go to the bar with guys that you're still friends with now you still text with right they're going to be those guys. They're going to fall into that category. But uh, Freddie gets a day off tomorrow. Uh, CB, yeah, it's tough to – got to pretty much get some bouncers to get him off the field. you got to basically put barbed wire around first base to have Freddie Freeman not go out there. I want to point this out from Jim Griffey Jr. Ryan Pepio for OKC Dodger, dog of the game. 11 Ks and a one-hitter. I think I'm going to have Ryan Pepio on the show on Wednesday. So look out for that. I'm going to hit up Pepio tonight to see if he'll Fire go on the show because – Ryan Pepio's the man. He's got more Pepio in his Stepio than anyone I've ever met. Very positive guy. Still has nasty stuff, so definitely going to try to get him on the show. Kike Hernandez splits between Boston and L.A. are insane. 26 point U. Yeah, I mean, his weighted runs created plus was almost 140 uh, today heading into today's game. He's seeing I think seven doubles and a home run, but so, yeah, the news today, Joe Kelly placed on the I.L. with elbow inflammation. Now, his stint is retroactive to Thursday, so the earliest that he could be back in that Dodgers bullpen is August 25th. And look, the first thing we need to point out, he's been outstanding with the Dodgers. Hasn't allowed a run in his four appearances and three and two-thirds innings of work. Look at those strikeout numbers. They're insane. He's striking out half the batters that he's facing at a 50% clip. Walk rate is high at 21.7%, but they absolutely need him. I mean, just this last Thursday, Doc told us that Joe Kelly has entered the circle of trust. Now, he said the tree of trust. So I don't know what branch he is on the tree of trust, but he is on that tree of trust. And I think you got guys like Evan Phillips and Bruce our Gratter on Ryan Brazier. Those are the only guys I see in that group right now. But you got 12 Dodgers currently on the IL, and it's concerning. It is concerning. Let's just look. This is something that comes with the territory when you have Joe Kelly on your team. Look, they should practically just send his mail to the IL because he pretty much lives there. Okay. And it just comes with, look, he throws a 99-mile-per-hour sinker. A curveball, it's a 90-mile-per-hour 90 curveball, right? I mean, when you look at the velocity that he pitches with, when you look at his action on his arm, it's just going to happen occasionally. Now, hopefully this isn't serious because early in the year, he was on the I.L. with elbow inflammation, and he was also in the I.L. with a groin strain. And we saw what happened 
in 2021 when his season ended early in the 2021 NLCS against the Braves when he had the bicep tightness. And you also saw, you guys remember, he had surgery heading into the 2021 season because that shoulder was not working. After the Astros series where he said nice swing biatch to the Astros, that shoulder really was not the same. He talked about it. He said in an interview once, I remember Joe Kelly telling a reporter that it felt like that when he was sleeping on his bed at night that he had a bunch of fire ants around his shoulder. So just think about that. So he had to have the shoulder surgery. That's why he was throwing a lot of junk balls in previous years. But the good news is he's throwing faster and harder than he ever has in his career. And his stuff has been better than we've seen it ever. And the strikeout numbers reflect that. So hopefully this isn't anything serious. They haven't made a corresponding move of yet. You saw Victor Gonzalez. He finished out the game today. Yancy Almonte, he is he on the AL, caught a cleat, had a little bit of a knee strain. So, yeah, I mean, this bullpen, they have picked things up. They have increased their workload. You're also seeing it's interesting, right? The, the fact that the starting pitching has gone more innings, that they've given them more quality starts. With that, you're also seeing the bullpen perform better as a result. So they're going to need this bullpen to step up. And, yeah, I mean, the Joe Kelly injury, they're going to need him back. He's got to be a high-leverage guy because they didn't go out there and pick up anyone else, right? But, uh, yeah, here we go. We got, what are your thoughts on Joe Kelly on a scale of 1 to 10? What is your concern level? But, uh, Diane Schroeder, appreciate you always repping us down there. 200 deserves a shoey. Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, who did you guys hear about Wander Franco? I actually did not hear about that yet. Uh, no way Urias or Gonson started for Bobby Miller in a playoff game. Uh, Gonson won't, but Urias 100% will start for Bobby Miller. I'll, hey, what amount of money do you want to put on that? That's uh, from Hoops Mega Central. Let's put, well, what do you want to put on that? Uh, the Rockies get rocked. That's from Kenji. That's a fire take. Uh, Joe Kelly on 15 day IL. Hell yes. Urias starts over Miller in the playoffs. That's from CB. D Mac does a shoe. Hey, Diane, I would excuse me. I actually, I'm wearing a, I don't even know if I'm, do I have shoes on? I don't even know. Uh, Kershaw, Urias, Lynn, Miller, Bueller, and Gonson, Yarbrough. Let's get your guys' takes here. Um, yeah, Michael Bush has been raking. I mean, he's been dominating in AAA. We know that. Like I said, Michael Bush is basically playing this show on rookie mode over the last few weeks, and hopefully he gets his opportunity. But, uh, bro, Atlanta scored three TDs on the Mets, and New York barely got a field goal last night. Yeah, it was terrible, man. That's They're trying to be like the Dodgers, man. They're trying to replenish that farm system, and they realize you can't just buy a team. The Dodgers made it look easy. Eight-game winning streak. I love the Dodgers. So, Kelly had a bad outing. If so, he was due long. It wasn't even that. I mean, if you saw in the Arizona game after the, there was a ground out there, and he was grabbing having his elbow kind of grimacing. So, look, I think the biggest takeaway from Joe Kelly right now is, one, they still need to evaluate. And he's on the IL, and I'm sure in the next few days or so, they're going to have some more clarity on the severity of the injury, on a timeline of when he can return. And, look, the other thing you need to know is he's been great since he's returned to the Dodgers. They're going to need him. They need another high-leverage guy like him. I mean, we'll see a Blake Trinan and Walker Buehler return. I think there's a pretty decent shot at this point that they do in some capacity. But Joe Kelly has the kind of electric stuff that we saw during the 2018 postseason run. He's so that can be a valuable asset for this team in the postseason. They traded for him for a reason to be just that. And I also think it makes life easier for Evan Phillips and Bruce Dargratter on Ryan Brazier. Because to me, those are the big four right now. Evan Phillips, Ryan Brazier, Bruce Dargratterall, and Joe Kelly. That is the tree of trust to me. All big branches there. But uh, we got... Uh, 
Joe Kelly Fight Club. Get those brooms out. Hey, DMAG, what does this team what team looks better in blue? No one. Just the Dodgers, man. I want the Dodgers to bring up Bush. We got uh, you guys are not Dodgers fans. If you just said trade Lux, get out of this. Who I, who said that? I don't know. Trade Lux, keep Rojas more. Th- oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? That is not in their plans at all. <laughs> okay. Gavin Lux has the potential of everything breaks right to be an all-star because of what he can do with the stick. Defensively, he's a lot better than a lot of people give him credit for. For him, I think he has the requisite range to make plays. It's about stepping into those throws. But I can tell you from as good of a source as really you can, but the, Gavin Lux is, is someone that they still have in their plans as their shortstop for the future, and that's not going to change because of Miguel Rojas's performance. I mean, they understand that there's an injury risk with Miguel Rojas, and that risk is still apparent, and look, they gave him that extension for a reason to provide that depth because the Dodgers understand the importance of a glove for a shortstop, but that's going to do it for this episode of the Dodgers Nation post-game show. Thanks for rocking with us after the Dodgers beat the Rockies. They rock the Rockies. They sweeped Colorado. They improved to 71 and 46 on the year. Eight and a half games up in the NL West. They're now on pace to win 98 games, which I'm not too excited about because I predicted 97. But hey, I'll take it. I'd love to be wrong in that situation. They've won eight of nine over Colorado this season. 30 and nine versus the Rockies since 2019. They've gone 12 and one in their last 13 games. Are on a eight game winning streak. That's the longest of the season. And Julio Urias. He was outstanding. A remarkable outing for Julio Arias. Best of the year. Really one of the best starts for any Dodger this year. And hopefully he can continue on that success. But LA gets to win. They're off tomorrow. And we'll be back on Tuesday. But join us for tomorrow's Blue Heaven podcast. 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. But look on all the social media channels for when we are going to go live. We appreciate you guys, as always, rocking with us here on the Dodgers Nation postgame show. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. And Go to DodgersNation.com for all your Dodgers news and info. See you guys next time. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home.